Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga Podcast. I'm Jim, and this is Jim's Mini Manga Review Show. And I'm going to be talking about solo leveling chapters one and two as we go forward with this in my battle against Luke Hollywood. If you're listening right now, which I guess you are, you're now part of the Mini Manga Maniacs crew. That's my crew, beep boop, and we're going hard against Luke Hollywood. He doesn't have a crew. Well, we'll end up beating him. And what we end up doing is we, me and Luke both have solo shows on the weekend. When the smoke clears after the weekend, we see who has the most downloads, and that person is the victor, and I'm two for three. I think that solo leveling will get me three out of four. That is just my guess, but we will see as we get to this. Let me tell you where you can find us. You go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back because we're nice and we like to hear from people. We like to talk to people. You can suggest a manga for the show. You can also just, you know, tell us what you're reading, things like that. And I really appreciate that for this show. Luke is more in tune with the grand landscape of manga. I am not. And so sometimes I do struggle figuring out what I'm going to do for my mini manga review show. And that's kind of what happened with this. I ended up looking up a bunch of lists, asking some people, and solo leveling kept popping up. So I, I, I'm going to do it. This is how you win. This is how I beat Luke Hollywood. Now, if you like hearing all this stuff on this podcast and on our feed, you can help us out by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga. If you do, you will end up getting 14 shows in advance, early access of 14 of the Manga Monday shows, the bigger shows that me and Luke do together. You'll always have that as me and Luke end up recording a new show every Monday that goes up on the Patreon. And then once we get through all the, it goes up in the regular feed. So you will always be ahead. You'll always get a new show every Monday. And with that, though, we're going to go off and talk a little solo leveling. And I'm going to start off by telling you what it is. Solo leveling is a South Korean web novel written by Chu Gong that was then Adapted as a webtoon with art by Du Bu, and the rest is history. There was an anime recently announced, and there's going to be the first issue will be in the free comic book day that's coming up in August. And like I said, a lot of people really, really love it. I ended up getting the first volume, and I will tell you right now not to get anybody mad. So, you know, sit tight and listen to what I'm saying. When you first start this, the first read through, it's a little confusing. You don't get all the rules to what's going on in this world. And you don't get a ton of character work, or at least as much that I thought you usually get in a manga. And it might be because it was originally a web novel. And there might be times, if you end up getting this, or you're going to read along or whatnot, I think there may be times where you sit there and say, what's going on here? This is very redundant. This is not giving me the thrills, chills, and spills that Jim said. But what you have to do is get to at least chapter 11 and 12. That's when things open up. And, and in fact, the first 12 issues are more of a prologue. And they almost feel like you combined all those and those should be like the first issue. That's where you end up really opening up things. And that's when you see, okay, this is what it's about. I got it now. I think that now you're talking because you end up having... 
you know, a bunch of things. You do find out who the main character is. You end up getting his motivations, things like that. But they're very surface level. As you go, there's not a real huge hook to make you want to keep reading. But keep reading because it's well, well worth it. When you start off the first 12 chapters or so, you are dealing with a guy who is the weakest and worst of the characters that we're dealing with. But that does change, changes in a big way, in a way that doesn't often happen. So when we go through this, though, like I said, you don't get a lot of the rules right away. Some of the rules I think you should have. There are some big things that you don't learn until later that really could have helped earlier. Uh, And I'll try to fill those in as we go through these first two chapters. I also want to let everybody know, last week I did a couple chapters of Don't Blush, Sakeme-san. I will get back to these series. Uh, You know, eventually I will go and do a couple more chapters of, you know, Don't Blush, Sakeme-san. I'll do more of the solo leveling down the line and things like that. I'll mix more in and then we'll get back to things and stuff like that. So I just want... Everybody to know because I've already had somebody say like, well, why don't you just continue the Sakeme son? It was pretty popular. I'll tell you that I beat Luke really bad, but I will because I loved it. And I've read every chapter that they have out because that doesn't have too many right now. But yeah, we'll get back to these and get back to this as well. But you start off with a flash forward scene. That's a little confusing when you first read it, but you do get introduced to the main character, Sung Jin Woo who is a E-rank hunter of the Hunter's Guild, and he is the worst. He is the lowest rank and weakest hunter. You will get this pounded into you in these first two chapters. You will be told that, and it's kind of an easy concept to get. I mean, this isn't like he's the fifth lowest and his cousin this. and No, no, he is the worst of the worst. He's the weakest. And yet, like I said, they're going to pound that into you. And what ends up happening most of the time is he goes into a dungeon, which I'll explain in a minute, and gets hurt. This is what he does. He's known to always get hurt. He can never go through any mission or raid without getting hurt. But when you jump into this, you just see him. He's holding a sword. He's bleeding. And you have some giant stone golems descending on him. And then eventually it looks like they killed him. But... We'll have to wait a bunch of chapters to see what that's all about. As we go into the main story here, you see we're in Seoul, South Korea, and you have Sung Jim Woo strutting his stuff like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. He is strutting down the street as he's telling you a little more information about himself. Again, he's E-rank. He's better than the normal human. He's better than me and you. He's stronger, He, but not much. And he has a healing factor. He can regen, you know, he can heal quicker, but, you know, only a little quicker than us. Something maybe that would take us two weeks. He may heal in, you know, eight days, something like that. He is the weakest of the weak, but he's still better because in this world, there are things that end up happening. And I, I will end up trying to give you the analogy of, say, like a My Hero Academia. You ended up having quirks show up, then all these people start doing things, all that. Well, in this world, gates showed up, these gates that lead to dungeons. Well, when they showed up, certain people in the world ended up getting a little upgrade, some more than others, and they are the only ones who actually can go through these gates. 
Now, why you would want to do that and why you would want to be a hunter is beyond these gates, there are dungeons, and in the dungeons, there are monsters. You end up being able to kill the monsters. You get a magical crystal from that. You can sell it. It's you know something that you can do and make some money. But the real big thing is that within a week, if you do not kill the boss of the dungeon, the dungeon gate opens up and they can now come onto, you know, into Earth and pretty much eat us and our families. They they can come monsters then invade Earth. So these hunters, their job is to go and they call them raids. It's very, very similar to any sort of online role playing game that you've ever played. I always think of World of Warcraft, but that's what it seems. You gather a party, you go on raids, you kill the boss, you know, easy peasy. Now, with that, I want to spell out something that really doesn't play out in this that they don't really tell you, but you can kind of infer by the end of the first volume. You don't get experience points. You you don't level up. You end up having Sung Jim Woo. He is E-ranked. He will always be E-ranked. His strength, all that, will not get better. I guess he could train and get a little, but it's not going to ever get to the point where he's going to be you know, an A rank and the highest, an S rank. Uh, This is set when he ends up, you know, upgrading when you end up having the gates show up. Now, the thing is, by the end of this, there's a twist that changes things. But in the meantime, he's not doing this to get better because he can't. Now, you can get some money, you can buy good equipment, things like that. But the problem is the reason why he is a hunter is because he needs Kashunda because his mom's in the hospital, he has to pay the hospital bills. So even if he ends up killing some monsters, things like that, he has to give the money for bills. So he can't even upgrade his equipment. In the meantime, too, your level, you kind of keep within your pay grade. If you're an E rank, you're only going to be able to defeat some E rank monsters and they do not make you that much money. So he's kind of stuck in this, you know, never ending cycle here of not making that much money, uh, but needing to do that because he doesn't have any other skills, all these things in this world. But he is doing the, the, you know, the fight, the good fight. He's going into these dungeons to try to stop these, you know, monsters and things. He's just not very good at it. And pretty much, you know, doesn't help. He doesn't even have weapons. He goes in, he doesn't even have shoes that don't have holes in them. So you, you set that up of him being this sad sack, underdog type guy as we see a portal appear in a downtown uh, construction site and ends up popping in it looks like it kills a bunch of people as it does but you're gonna have to have some hunters go in and clear out that dungeon and kill the monster uh in there the boss monster you get the gathering of the raid team you end up having some guys, a Mr. Kim, who seems to be a regular guy who goes through a lot of these. You end up having a Mr. Bach who shows up, who hasn't been there in a while. He had quit hunting, but now he's back because his wife is having a second kid. You end up being introduced to the healer, a B-rank healer, too, Miss Joo Hee, who ends up seeming like she's enamored with Sung Jin Woo. And ends up talking to him, healing him a bit because he's always hurt. He's always walking around hurt. And she even says to him, what, what happened? How'd you get hurt this time? He's like, well, we went to an E-ranked dungeon. This should be something easy for him. He's E-ranked. But again, he's the bottom of the E-rank. 
And yeah, we had a bunch of guys and they didn't think we should bring a healer because it'd be so easy. And I got hurt and there wasn't a healer there. And so you end up having Ju He, who is a gem. She ends up healing him. As I said, they're getting together. And this is where you have Mr. Kim and Mr. Bach talking about Sung Jin Woo, because when he shows up, Everybody loves him. This is not like he's the the scourge of existence. People really seem to like him. This is the little character work that you get. You find out that he's working as a hunter to pay his mom's hospital bill right there. I mean, he loves his mom. You're going to think that's okay. You got the feels there. And then when he shows up, everybody loves him. You know, you do have people talking a little shade on the side, like, oh, there he is. He's always hurt, whatnot. But the actual hunters there... They do seem to really think he's a great guy and a nice guy. And it it does okay enough of, okay, he's, he's decent, right? But you end up having this Bach who hasn't been around them in a while. And he says to Kim, who they used to hunt together, like, who, who's that guy that they're cheering on when he comes onto the site? He must be the most powerful. And I'm telling you, this is where I said that you really get it shoved in your face about being the weakest. And there's Mr. Kim. No, no, no. He's the worst. Of, he's the weakest of them all. Then Bach says, weakest? He's not strong? No, no, he he's weak. Really? He's not strong? I'm like, Bach, come on. I mean, you haven't been hunting for a while, but get the wax out of your ears. No, no, no. He's weak. Oh, huh? he's weak, is he? <laughs> Seriously. But you, you then push this idea, too, that Sung Jim Woo, he is a sad sack. Things do not go well for him, even when he goes to get a coffee. At the cart there Says hey I'll have a coffee Oh we're out of coffee <laughs> Like what are you doing then How can you re- make some then I mean the idea you ran out of coffee You, you know brew a pot But now they're going to go off Into this gate to fight off The uh, dungeons and all the monsters And before they do go in One last guy Mr. Song He kind of steps up and says Hey everybody It's me Mr. Song uh, I'm the most experienced here I'm pretty good too I mean I'm pretty kick butt I think I should be the team leader. And they're all like, yeah, you should. You're awesome. All right, Mr. Song. I haven't seen him in action in a while. They end up saying he's 60 years old. This guy looks great for 60. Till later when real stuff goes on. Then he doesn't look great for anybody. But he does look good right there as they gather up. And then they head off into this gate to take care of the monsters. And so we get to the second chapter. And again, you're going to get a little push on just how bad Sung Jin Woo is because as they do enter the gate, you end up having some two workers outside and like, Woo, what, what level is this dungeon? And the dungeons do have levels. This is a D level. So remember, you had a nice little setup. You had Sung Jin Woo. He couldn't get through an E level. Now he's in a D, but at least he does have Ju He, the healer. And you end up with these two guys like, oh, man, what's this D level, huh? I saw that Sung Jim Woo go in. That guy always gets hurt. I mean, I'd hate to be with him. Rage with him would be the worst, especially for healers. And in a roundabout way, that makes me love Ju He even more because she does seem to like Sung and doesn't mind that they're going in. I think likes to be there so that she can help him. Well, you go in, and the minute that you see them in the dungeon, the first thing you see is like a ball of light and so this is already Ju He has to heal Sung. He's already hurt. It took a minute for him to go in and get hurt as the rest of the raid team 
is pretty much taking care of all the monsters easily. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you end up Sung is already hurt, and you end up Ju. He's like, oh man, what? Why did you become a hunter? I mean, you're not really good at this, and we know why. But he lies. He doesn't want to tell anybody, even somebody as nice as Juhi. He does not want to tell her because he's embarrassed about it. He thinks maybe they'll pity him, look down on him. So he just kind of puts up a facade and says, what? Why do I hunt? It's because it's fun. And what would I do if I didn't hunt? I'd die of boredom. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. And he's like, he's crying inside. Uh, but they end up taking care. They end up as, you know. Sung isn't even healed all the way, and they've already taken care of the dungeon. In that, you see something that you don't see later, but it's pretty cool. Each of the characters there end up having this icon of what weapon they use above them, and then you see them holding the stuff, and it's pretty cool as well. I will tell you, too, they they need some uniforms here. This Hunter's Guild is not very good with uniforms. You end up guys with, like, ski jackets and khakis on. It's just, like... Anything that they show up and they're going in But again, maybe that is to show And I don't know, way, way past Maybe that's to show that they really weren't taking this d rank dungeon that seriously Because they knew they'd be able to just rip through it Even though Sung almost died Well, with that, something happens A other door opens This doesn't happen This is a double dungeon This is double dipping And this is like, oh my god I can't believe it's happening. We have this other door opening. Now, with that, you seem to see them assuming that if a door opens in a D-rank dungeon, you're going to continue the D-rank, you know, gravy train. You're going to go through that. But even with that, it's something that you are supposed to report back to the guild. So you have Mr. Song. He ended up being the guy who was like, hey, I'll be in charge. I'm 60 years old. I'm pretty kicked butt. He ends up talking to them and saying, so what should we do? We could go and call the guild. But if we did that, some other hunters may come and we may not get as much money, if any. How about we go into it just now and we'll see what's going on. We'll kill some monsters. We'll kill a butt and let's go. Because it's obvious also that the main boss is not dead. They're going to have to do this eventually, but they want to be the ones to do it. Now, also, I'll tell you, this is where you get that little bit of these magical crystals that end up that you get from the monsters that you killed. I already talked about that. But after that, this door opens like we've never seen a door like this. This is crazy. Maybe we should go in. And they end up deciding they're going to have a vote. You have Mr. Song who says, I don't want to just, you know, tell you what you have to do. We'll have a vote. And he does even say, listen. When the vote's cast, no complaining afterwards. We're not doing any nonsense here. Whatever the vote is stands, and we do what we decide to do. And with that, this big giant gate deal is there, a big like almost like uh, entrance to a cave, and you end up like shooting a fireball down. And it looks like it just goes forever. It's it's pretty much the equivalent of dropping a coin down a well, and you never hear it hit. So you're like, oh my god, that is far. So some of the people are like, eh, they got their money, they want to leave. Hey, I want to go. They're taking the big vote. It ends up being eight to eight, which also was a good way of telling you the number in the party. That becomes big later because they're not all leaving this. There's some troubles that come down, but it all comes down to Sung Jin Woo, our main character. He hasn't voted yet. He's the one who gets to make the final vote. And he thinks to himself, now, Ju He, the healer, she said she didn't want to go. 
You find out later she's got a bit of the yips, she does. But with this, you end up having Sung Jim Woo just pretty much, what the heck? <laughs> what do I have to lose except my life? Also thinks, well, maybe I can get a couple extra bucks. Maybe I can do this. I need the money. You know, my, my sister's going to go to college. My mom's in the hospital. All of these things that I need money for. Eh, what the heck? I don't have anything to do. Let's just call this a Saturday afternoon. And he votes yes. And they decide to go in. Everybody's going to do this. And that's how the second chapter actually ends as they end up going into this next deal. I'm telling you, they say everything depended on Sung's vote. And he's like, I don't have enough money yet. It's all the stuff that he needs for his family. He yells, I'm going. Let's do this. Just one more. This will be easy. They really think it's going to be just more D-level stuff. It is not. You'll see. Yeah. And that is the end of the second chapter. I, I like this. I actually, for these two chapters, I'll tell you, this is where I'll tell you how much it was for me to finish the 12 and then go back and reread it. First read through of these first two chapters. I probably would have been about a five, eight to a six, you know, that real narrow thing there. But after reading through the first volume and then going back and rereading it again, I'm up to an eight, five. I actually really enjoy it. I like the setup because of what ends up happening, but I know what happens. So yeah, give this a try, but go through at least those first 12 chapters. And before you make a full decision, if you like it or not, I think it's pretty cool, but Thanks for listening to the mini manga show. I said at one point I wanted this to be about 15 minutes, but I don't mind a little over 20. That's cool as well. So I hope that you do enjoy it. I hope that you check this out. And so there's going to be an anime and stuff like that. So and we always say this on the regular show as well. If you are coming back to listen to this when the anime comes out, all of us here were here first, right? First. I just wanted to yell it. So we're in the know, even though I'm not. I just read it now. So there's a lot of people because there's a ton of chapters out. So people look at me as Johnny come lately, but not as much as all you that just showed up with the anime. But welcome and welcome. Now you're part of the mini manga maniacs as well. Just later on, we're going into a time machine. But thanks, everybody. I will point out again, go and follow us at Twitter at manga. What is it? Weird manga. Just look in the show notes. I'm the worst. I'm so tired right now. But also on our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can help support us for the tireless work that we do and get 14 episodes in advance. But thanks, everybody. Go and listen to Luke's show on Saturday. I know I joke a lot about our war, but it is real. And I, I want you to listen to him as well, just so you can see and say, okay, I got what you're doing there. Luke knows a ton of stuff, and the show is great. So, With all of that, I bid you adieu, and I will talk to you next week.